0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of Brown-Eyed Unicorn. I'm your host, Hannah Brown. Today's guest is a friend of the pod. She's my L.A. mom. She's a Lindsay Lohan aficionado. She's an artist. She's a model. She's a yoga teacher. She's pretty much Christina Kelly, but blonde. Um, We have one of my closest friends here in L.A. Her name is Amanda McMorrin.
1: That was cool. Quite an intro. Thank you so much, Hannah. I and don't know if I can really live up to that, but I will try.
0: You're doing it just by existing. <laughs> and and thank you for having me here. You guys, we're at Amanda's apartment in Venice. We've been drinking rosé for five hours. What could go wrong? And we're gonna talk we're, about Lindsay Lohan.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems fitting, right? Like,
0: yeah, we're we in went a
1: functional blackout. We're embodying mm-hmm. our queen. We we're went drinking, full like <laughs> Daniel
0: Day-Lewis like method.
1: Absolutely, we're drinking white girl rosé mm-hmm. and like tipping our cap to the queen yep. of the odds.
0: yep oh I'm not in the mic enough now I'm you're right no okay. you're good I was making sure the mic was on though because that was my biggest fear and
1: <laughs> now I'm here
0: and we're here so I also just want to say did you I'm jumping ahead here um we're gonna go through all the phases of Lindsay you guys absolutely but do you remember how like it got published in a magazine in the early 2000s that like Lindsay's diet plan was she would just throw like salt and water like on her food when she didn't want to finish it she would just like, yeah, like drown dish it
1: soap or something yes like she
0: would just drown it
1: That's amazing. It's kind of like Carl Lagerfeld had this famous diet where you would just drink Coke zeros. Like all that's basically Mm. what he consumed was just like, (laughs) I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not a funny person. Yes, you are. Because you don't try. That's why you're funny. (laughs) But I will try to lean into the mic more. Mm -hmm. Um, But she had a very like Carl Lagerfeld kind of inspired diet plan where it was like, just don't eat, consume air consume air and aspartame and Coke zero what and like wrong? maybe dish soap occasionally yeah. by accident.
0: I was hanging out at my, my friend was bartending at a bar recently and I visited her and her coworker and his girlfriend came and he was like, I went on my first date with my girlfriend and I fell in love with her and you know why? And I was like, tell me. And he was like, Because I said, I'm eating too many fries. And she just threw a bunch of water and salt and dish soap on me, or whatever. She just threw a bunch of shit on my fries so I couldn't eat anymore. And that was when I knew I loved her. And she was like, I went full Lindsay Lohan on his French fries. And I was like, so you trained your boyfriend to have an eating disorder. That's when I would know I hated her. And I'm like, am I? Why am I single? Not to make it about me, but here we are. (laughs) Like,
1: why? Huh? This makes me think of a certain... Peter Madrigal's story you told me, oh. where he like yes. really, um, really yes. celebrated the discipline of a woman who mm-hmm. could order a salad versus a burger on yes. a date and how like that's what he's looking for in a mate. And Amanda, thank you so much for bringing that up, you guys. <laughs> I
0: don't know if I ever told that story on my show, but here we are. I found myself last Memorial Day in a situation with a bunch of Vanderpump Rules people. I'm not going to say I wasn't excited, but I'm also not going to say that I was excited. I was honestly just terrified. And I was there and Peter and I were talking about being single, like pretty wasted at this point. And I was like, Peter, babe, what turns you on more? A girl who orders a burger or a salad? Thinking like this is the age of Jennifer Lawrence. People will be like, obviously a burger. Yeah. And he goes, a salad. And I was like, what? Peter Madrigal? And he goes, because I like women to watch what they eat. And I was like, ah.
1: You are not an ally. You Literally. are not a friend. And the other thing is like, why would I expect a cast member of Vanderpump Rules to be an ally? <laughs> I but know. Like, anytime we expect any kind of like progressive feminist, um, you know, just like mm-hmm. any kind of forward thinking yeah. culture from the Vanderpump Rules cast, we're really setting ourselves up for disappointment. Yeah. And you're so, like, eh, yeah, over and I'm over. like, fool me. Fool me 300 times. Jokes on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shame
0: on you, Amanda. <laughs> But you guys, we are here to talk about Lindsay Lohan. What? So Lindsay Lohan, I feel like her, she debuted in Nancy Meyers' The Parent Trap in like 1998. Right. Yes. What was your first reaction
1: to that film? I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Bl- blasphemy. <laughs> no, I'm obsessed. I've not seen much of it. So when I found out like 45 minutes ago that I was going to be on this podcast, yep. I you, did Amanda. what one does and I Googled like Lindsay Lohan recent career trajectory. You rallied. And I realized that I have not seen a lot of her films. Like, you mean you haven't seen the Oscar winning film Georgia Rule? <laughs> like I I was like, I've seen Mean Girls. And then I think I really closely followed her tabloid um, documented kind of downward spiral. Yes. But I've never seen Georgia Rule. I've never seen Ida I Know Who, who killed, killed Me. me. Never oh. seen it. It's never just seen as bad as it sounds. Oh. Never seen Freaky Friday. Huh. <gasps> I well, know. It's going to be an interesting episode. because. But I'm deeply invested in Lindsay as a kind of in, like icon. As a demonic, of iconic the era. creature. Yes, yeah. absolutely. She represents a cultural moment for sure. Totally. I mean, I saw The Parent Trap
0: when I was in first grade in the theater. And I remember being like, First of all, there are two of her. She's a twin. The 90s (laughs) loved twins, okay? They did. 90s was like lit on twins. And then I remember looking at my mom and dad and being like, well, her parents support her dreams because she gets to be in a film. And like, you're not sending me to auditions. Like, (laughs) fuck you both. And they were like, we're not going to let you audition for anything until you're 18 and have had a normal childhood because you might lose your shit. And I was like, what
1: are you talking about? Well. And now you're like, thank you for not being Dina and Michael. Literally, circles
0: become circles. (laughs) Low hands become low hands, okay? Yes. And then – and I love Nancy Myers movies. I still do. I mean, like it's it was the first time I fell in love with the aesthetic of a Nancy Myers film because like one of them lives in England and the other one lives in Napa and it's just like beautiful buildings and everything's pretty. Yes. Then she like was gone until get a clue on Disney Channel. Okay. Disney Channel original movies. She was like, she saw mysteries and I was like, Oh, she's a little bit older now. She's still really cool. And she was, like, a few years older than me, so I was like, okay. like She she yeah. felt like a cool camp counselor, like an totally. older sister who I looked up to. Get a Clue isn't a good movie. It has alfalfa from from The Little Rascals in it, and it's fine.
1: Huh. Fun yeah. fact.
0: Yeah, fun fact. I'm sure it's all on YouTube. I haven't watched it because <laughs> it's not good. Then we cut to Freaky Friday, Amanda. We'll fast forward to the good good when she started descending. Okay. Freaky Friday – Chad Michael Murray's in it. She has some sensible highlights. She, you know. I mean, she was
1: allegedly very good in this film, and it's my bad yeah. that I haven't seen it. I heard Jamie Lee did the heavy lifting. Totally. And sometimes I think if you're just cast alongside a very good actor, uh, it can elevate it makes it, your. Of course. Acting, you know? Of course. Like, I say this as a non actor. Most but, of it is her going, Oh, mom, you're ruining my, my life. <laughs> mom, oh! But isn't she the mom in the
0: movie? Well, in the beginning. And then she's like, and then Lindsay does this like, like super uptight, like, well, I am a mother to a daughter. Like she like overcompensates for like, and now I am an adult. (laughs) Yeah. Jamie Lee (laughs) does all of the heavy lifting. Lindsay just like appears and is like hot. Yeah. And
1: then Mean Girls came out. 2004. Revelatory. Turning point. Do you remember the first time you saw it? I don't it's know It's like 9 like, 11 Do you remember where you were? Okay, when <laughs> I was in grad school, there were certain things... Do you remember when you would listen to, or like listen to, when you would watch DVDs and they would end, mm-hmm. but you were like in the middle of a task that you were doing really kind of obsessively or methodically. So like the menu would just play like over yes. and over. And that menu was like, my heart's on overdrive. Yes. That Katie yes. Rose song, yeah. Yes. And so like when I was in grad school, just in like throes of a deep depression, just like Casual. trying to do my life yeah. I remember throwing that on in the background because it was whatever year like 2006 or something mm-hmm. like that and like that menu just screaming at me like over and hot over and over because I just yeah. like couldn't bring myself to like take off gloves or like stop what I was doing to like...
0: You couldn't be bothered.
1: No. So instead I was like, I think I'll just listen to this DVD menu scream at me for like (laughs) three hours and like slowly drive me insane. Um, But I definitely like have listened to that movie in a kind of dissociated state more than I would care to admit. Yeah, Like I can't think of the last time I mindfully sat down and like watched it. Yeah. But it's like in my peripheral awareness always. Totally.
0: (laughs) I worked a Halloween party at a hotel this year and I worked the rooftop and I saw a man dressed as Damien but in the part where he's like she doesn't even go here and he has like the hoodie at like tied around his head and sunglasses and I was like that, that is, is the commitment actual. and I was like that is the actual Damien dressed as Damien I'm like convinced yeah. it was the guy dressed as himself like, for Halloween he's please
1: recognize me
0: please it, I think it was either end of the spectrum it was either like please recognize me or like I, I look just enough like him that you'll never actually know it was me and you'll never actually have the balls to ask because I spent all night being like I think and I, that's a way I to think. live and I was like what a fucking power move!" power movie like, I'm dressing up as my fucking self for Halloween and you'll never know. You'll never yeah. know if it's me or not. You know what I, I mean? mean?
1: Yeah, that's a thing.
0: I saw Mean Girls when it came out with my dad, Jeffrey, and my <laughs> friend Katie <laughs> B-. and I'm going to name drop Katie B- both her first and last name because she was like the cool girl that like stooped to my level and like would be my friend for a second
1: she was the Rachel McAdams to your my
0: Katie Heron one (laughs) might say yeah but I never like I never crossed over into the cool clique and she like totally did and then she got so cool to the point where she just stopped asking me to hang out and then to this day every time I run into her she's like Hannah Brown we should totally hang out and then she never follows up so Katie like I'll see you at the reunion. We'll talk then. She's
1: kind of like um that Black Mirror episode. Yes. <laughs> you know She's the one
0: everyone, A one woman Black Mirror. One. Yes. <laughs> with- yes, with Bryce Dallas. Yes. She, Bryce she'll Dallas give me Howard. like a thumbs up and never follow up. And I'm like, huh. And then just not, <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, well, as
1: long as you're both like thriving on this. Then.
0: The thing is, like, I've seriously just like, well, so my high school reunion is this fall and I probably won't be able to afford to fly back, but I'm just hoping I like book some amazing commercial I can go because I have business to accomplish, let's which do is do a
1: Patreon right now. Literally. Everyone, let's send Hannah to her high school <laughs> reunion. I have business to do you guys. Kickstarter. I-
0: I have to troll, I, like, a mean girl's moment. Like, I have to troll the people who are mean to me. Not even mean, just, like, oblivious. And I just have to go, hi. You got to go
1: home and, like, swim in the tears of your high school bully. Yes,
0: a 1,000%. I'm going to get a spray tan. And the thing that makes me, like, an eternal loser is that no one else cares. Most people are like, I won't be going. I'm married. Like, I don't have time. And I'm like, I'm flying in, bitch. Like, Katie, I'll see you there. You know what I mean? Um, but I digress. Um, but I remember seeing it and thinking it was, like, the best movie ever and thinking, like, but I think I also remember receiving the entirely wrong message in that, like, Katie Heron, like, realizes at the end that being popular doesn't matter. And all I saw was, like, a fan and Missy Elliott, being, like, her, uh, that was that song, Gossip Folks. Okay. Mm, oh, dude. And she, they're like, walking down the fucking hallway with the fan. And I was, like, yeah. I want to be. I totally received the wrong message from it, and I was like, "I just want to be a plastic." Like at some point, where in my you're life.
1: like all her power comes from being popular. Literally, and then at the end, it was sort of like, "Now we're all part of different, divergent, alternative, but still popular groups." Right, and like, like I'm the queen, queen of the lacrosse Japanese team. Exactly, group. I'm the queen of the like mildly emo indie music group. Totally. Like, but we're still queen bees, and we're still popular. And but
0: it's like we all have our own separate things to be queens of. Exactly. So like but now <laughs> we all
1: have our own borrowed identity. Totally,
0: exactly. Also, like the fact that Gretchen like joins like you know what is it the hot Asian yeah, table. I mean, I'm like that would never happen in 2019 because it's appropriation. And she like straightens her hair. Yeah,
1: I mean it's like a. It's a whole nightmare to unpack. So. Totally. We
0: won't even go they there. Won't go the there. real heroes of that film are Janice Ian and Damien. Like, they know uh, who they are. Absolutely. They don't apologize. Lizzie Kaplan, I saw her once at Roger Room, and she I is wanted to lick her eyeball. I love her yeah. so much. She's fabulous. You know, earlier we were talking about like, all my girl crushes are, like, short Jewish women where I'm like, yes. you got your Constance Zimmer, your Lisa Edelstein, yeah. your Pamela Adlon, yeah, yeah. Jenny Slate. Lizzie Kaplan's on that list where I'm like, play my older sister in a movie, please.
1: I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. all working for me. It's totally. all happening.
0: Sheena Marie's tattoo. Amanda's <laughs> gesturing to her very beautiful thin fore thin <laughs> forearm. It's all happening. It's Sheena all Marie. It's all
1: happening. A la, what's some of the almost famous? Yeah,
0: yeah. A la, oh. Sheena Shea. A la Sheena honest. Marie Shay. Let's be honest. Ala Sheena Marie
1: Shay. I'm I'm quoting Sheena Marie Shay. Yeah,
0: it's isn't that sad that like Vanderpump Rules robbed that quote from like an iconically beautiful movie to just like no, it's a Vanderpump Rules Sheena Marie crown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it beautiful or is it just like? I don't know. Is it making it somehow more relevant, more part of the cultural zeitgeist? That's so true. I don't like know. It, it
0: remains. Penny Lane remains. Yes. Okay. So Mean Girls comes out, and then Lindsay is like a fucking superstar. She can't be stopped.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a fucking nightmare, but that comes later. Both a nightmare. I just
0: belched into my microphone. She's both a nightmare <laughs> yeah. and a superstar. Nightmare
1: and a nightmare.
0: Totally. I remember too. Like she was in a Got Milk ad that I took a photo of. Um,
1: keep talking though. This I have to see. So 2004 was Mean Girls. This yeah. is like the crescendo of her success, I guess, before things start getting kind of questionable Risley. and unraveling. Yeah. So she's in the Scott Hill I Milk forgot ad. about Milk ads. Period. They were. If
0: you were cool, like if you were relevant, like you were yeah, got milk. You ad. were peddling dairy
1: to the masses.
0: Totally. And you guys, I'll probably Instagram this. But she's in like a long ass wife beater with like a cross and a low belt. The longest torso, like definitely photoshopped. Like they stretched her body out, but she looks amazing. Yeah. And it says the height of fame. I may be on the way up, but I still drink milk. About 15% of your height is added during your teens, and the calcium in milk can help. Who knows? Maybe one day you'll see your name in lights. Got milk? I used to daydream, Amanda. I used to go to bed daydreaming about, like, what would my got milk ad be? What would your got milk ad be? It would be like, being short and cunty takes a lot of work, (laughs) but milk can give you... Milk can give you the strength to continue to be a cunt. Stamina. Got milk. Yeah, literally. Stamina would be like the headline. Stamina,
1: period. Yeah, Got milk. Yeah,
0: literally. Yeah, like being a judgy, rude person who alienates people can be exhausting, but the calcium in milk can help. What would yours be?
1: Oh, God. Mine would be like, I don't drink milk, shrug. Yeah. Like almond, almond milk. is better,
0: period. Al-
1: <laughs> Do you have almond liquid? Thanks, bye. You would have like
0: a woke got milk ad that was like, it's not natural, period. And then the little paragraph would be like, most animals don't drink from the teat of other animals. That's why I pick <laughs> almond milk. Oh, got milk?
1: I feel like that's kind of awful, but I kind of love it too. I,
0: it's polarizing. And that's, yes. that's what being a pop culture icon is all about. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't want to land in the middle, right?
0: Right, 100%. I also remember being at overnight camp and like, if you got a care package from your parents, it would be like a bunch of magazines. and <laughs> <'cause> you <laughs> going to say a bunch of milk. A bunch of milk, <laughs> bottles of Oberweiss. It would be a bunch of magazines and it would be like your pop culture fix because like, we didn't have the internet, we didn't have right, phones. Right, right. Back in my day, so it would just be like magazines. And I remember there was a magazine and my mom sent me like a Vanity Fair or like something very adult and it was like it had this long like, you know, article about Lindsay. And I remember the beginning of the article, it's like, you know how it always describes like, I'm sitting in a quaint cafe in New York yes. and Lindsay runs up in some thigh high boots. She looks confused, but dazzling at the same time. Yes. She sits, she flops down in the chair like it smells bad and says, I remember this part is actually a direct quote. She goes, sorry, I was late. Had about 20 pops on me. Like paparazzi. Oh, okay. And I remember thinking like. I got there. She is so fucking cool. Like she's like 18 and just the paparazzi are just chasing after her. And when I was a kid,
1: that was all I wanted. Well, it's stardom, right? Like it's, yeah. it, it represents a kind of glamour and a kind of frenzy that yes. like we don't understand is bad until we're older, I guess.
0: And now when I think about the careers that I really, really look up to, it's the people that are like, it's the Constance Zimmers, it's the Lisa Edelsteins, the people that are always working and they do amazing work, but like they can go to yeah. the grocery store What's and people don't name? assault Fuckin', them.
1: Uh, uh, um, I'm like blanking on this
0: blue Jasmine. Help me out here. Yeah. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. The one that's not Kate Blanchett. Kate
1: Blanchett. Oh. Kate no, Blanchett. Like, oh, her. The Cate Blanchettes. Yeah. Like the people who are like working incredible All the time. Who just like you know nothing of their personal life ever. And who really view success as a kind of empty thing. Totally. Like fame is an empty thing without success.
0: Totally. I, I don't. That's the thing is like I don't think I want to be, like, that famous. There's the threshold of fame where I'm like, everyone go away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But Lindsay had it in that article. Can you imagine being that young and having that much money and that much access to just, like, whatever the fuck you want? no
1: wonder she went off the rails. Totally. I mean, A, your parents are Dina Lohan and Michael Lohan, and B, you're, like, an 18-year-old kid with access to absolutely fucking everything at your fingertips and just, like... Were really questionable counsel. Like, of course you're going to make some ill-fated decisions.
0: She was so, like, Alexis Nyer's adjacent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just going to a club. She
1: is a kind of tragic figure. Like, not to romanticize her or, like, I I don't know, take it to a weird place. But I think I still look at her in a kind of sympathetic way or, like, kind of pathos there. Where, like... She had so much potential and still has so much potential and, like, ultimately robbed herself of it. But she is this kind of fallen star of her own design. And it's really sad but compelling to watch. Right, right. It's the same as, like, Britney Spears' downfall. Like, when
0: she shaved her head and had that breakdown, it was like when you see someone who, like was at the pinnacle of success and glamour and beauty suddenly like crumbled before right, your very like eyes.
1: An, an absolute icon and representative of the standard of beauty for the time. Yeah. And then they undo all of it. Right. You know. Right. It's fascinating to watch and it's also like,
0: I hate too as a consumer being just as thrilled and fascinated as I am saddened by it. Like there is something like, I don't want to say gratifying because that makes me sound like the devil, but just being like, Oh, they have, there are cracks in that. Well, like, no,
1: there's, there's a perverse there hum- pleasure yes. in watching the veneer fall away, right? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, as that. I smash my glass into a plate, everyone. Our veneer is
0: falling, you guys, and that's totally I'm, fine. I'm cracking my veneer. Um, so, that article comes out, and then we have like, oh, this might be actually belated, but what did you think about the Aaron Carter and Hillary Duff love triangle?
1: I don't even know what you're talking about. about oh my to gosh! Be so
0: this grandma's gotta learn, you guys. So, well, I was reading like Tiger Beat. They're getting mailed to my overnight camp, okay. so like I know what's up. So Lindsay and Aaron Carter were dating, but supposedly so were Hillary Duff and Aaron Carter, and there was this like love triangle, and, like a feud between Hillary and Lindsay. And to be honest, in a feud between Hillary and Lindsay, like Hillary would get murdered and made into a lampshade. Like there isn't. <laughs> Like Hillary well, wouldn't win. Lindsay no. is scrappy. Yeah, She's yeah. from New York. She's Italian. Like Hillary is just like a sweet little cartoon in a pink crop top. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but they fought over Aaron and like the law and troll of it all is like, why Aaron Carter?
1: I was just gonna say like, of all people who is fighting over Aaron Carter.
0: And what is Aaron Carter doing now? I'll tell you what he's doing Crystal Math in a trailer park. I don't Oof. know that for sure. I'm just inferring.
1: I mean, I kind of feel like Lindsay's doing the same thing.
0: But in Mykonos, so it like seems a little more It's glam. more chic. Yeah. And like ultimately, like Hillary, the one who I thought was going to be the least chic out of the three of them. She came out on top. She's the most chic of all of them. She has like babies. She has like a sensible boyfriend who like she will always have the power over. Like he knows that he can't do better.
1: So what is the lesson in that? Which part? I mean, so love triangle. Is it like be the most banal? Yeah. Be the, pretty be much like, be the most non threatening person. Yeah, literally you can like be.
0: be a human. Don't lean right. too far into be the fame and fortune of being it all. Being.
1: I guess that should be like a pretty standard takeaway. Right? But
0: like is it? I mean look at influencers <laughs> now. Look at like fucking Hayley Baldwin who has a man face and like can we just take Oh a second? I love
1: her. I'm I will actually defend her to the oh!
0: So that's a rap on Amanda or no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think Hayley Baldwin My has a man queen? face.
1: I think she is the most beautiful woman. And I I like I just find her really lovely i don't I, know i
0: think she's scary i think she looks mean mm. Mm. you're like agree to disagree
1: agree to disagree i mean i think she looks assertive and um self-composed totally.
0: okay well let's just to like level the playing field what's another celebrity female that you could think of that just like seems mean like who you wouldn't want to meet like you'd be afraid to meet her
1: someone i think is not you.
0: Lindsay. she she doesn't count
1: No, she doesn't. I mean, I'd be afraid to meet her for other reasons. Like she might lock me in a shower. Yeah, or like abduct me and put me in
0: a hotel and be like, you want to watch a movie? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, in her weird pseudo, like, I don't know, pseudo Middle Eastern stalker's cough. Yeah, what's happening? Who would I be afraid to meet? Probably like most celebrities, to be honest with Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Models, I think I would be very starstruck by their presence and just like hope to like somehow by osmosis like absorb some of that glamour or something I don't think who would make me nervous like maybe they're erratic
0: I'd be afraid to meet Tyra like Tyra yeah that
1: could be like a very intense energy I think she would
0: either like love you and be like hey let's go like you know like eat a candy bar together in my green room or she would be like I fucking hate you and everything you stand for and you'd be like but I didn't even say anything
1: you know yeah, I mean? that's a good one. I think Mariah Carey for me is like Ooh, the same. That's Where a good you're one just too. like, you're a lunatic and uh, I, you're unpredictable in a way that's dangerous and not exciting. Just, yeah, and it's just like frightening. I
0: love you, but I want you like over there. Like, yeah, I want to observe you
1: like a zoo animal. I don't want to have to like interface with you like an actual human being.
0: Totally niche answer too on the male side of the spectrum. And I know I changed the question, but like I'm afraid to meet Miles Teller. I think he seems like he'd be a dick. I don't know. Douche nozzle. Did you
1: see Whiplash? I'm like, nope. I've spectacular. Nothing. Now I know
0: nothing. You guys who are listening, Miles She's Teller. Like, what did I do with this guy? No, you're fine. <laughs> Miles Teller. He's like this, like young, like Elvis Presley looking. Like I'm a funny guy, but he also reminds me of like every douchey guy a year older than me in high school who like never gave me the time of day. Mm. And he's like famous and like very like pouty hot, but I'm just like I'm terrified of him. Mm. Sidebar tale my 16th birthday I was like I guess I'll just have like a house party in my backyard what could go wrong and like we lived on the wrong side of the tracks which in <laughs> Highland Park Illinois like doesn't exist like everything is nice yeah, yeah, yeah but I was in like a split level home from the 50s like my fucking back lawn was flooding all the time like the, our house was fucked it was totally fucked and we're like we're gonna have people over for a birthday and so I'm in this like sensible outfit and I'm just like hideous like dressed to the nines but like I'm sorry like it's not even me being like oh no I was cute like I wasn't cute (laughs) and my mom and my stepdad proceed to sit in lawn chairs in our courtyard while people walk through there like they have to walk through there to get to the backyard my mom and my stepdad are chain smoking cigarettes just like watching people go by and I was like could you be more trashy or embarrassing right now and then all the like cool older guys like a class older than me showed up to my birthday and they were like who are you and I'm like it's my birthday and they didn't even know who I was and my mom was like I'm making sure they're not drinking my stepdad was like well, I'm making sure they're not drinking too and it was so fucking embarrassing and I literally could never live it down but I can kind of live it down because literally moments ago like some of the upperclassmen that ignored me like will still dm me and be like I'm gonna be in LA soon you want to hang out and I'm like did you know it was my 16th birthday no then no I don't want to see you
1: Everything comes full circle. Sorry, I just like had to get that out. No, I I enjoyed the ride. I was right there with you. It was terrifying. The early 2000s <laughs> were a dark time for it a lot really of us. It really was. It was a lot of like ice blue contacts, yes. cowl necks. um, Low
0: rise jeans, which are nice to no
1: one. Yeah, everyone had like a really long torso, according to fashion. The long wife beaters and then the low slung jeans. and like, BB
0: tops. <laughs> BB tops with the rhinestone <laughs> BB across the titties. Yeah. Also like I most women, not all, but most women like collect their fat in, like the
1: lower part of their stomach yeah. cuz that's natural, you know. So like who wants a jean that just like emphasizes displays that?
0: Displays it, which is why high-waisted jeans are in and I know a lot of guys would
1: yeah. fucking get them and it's I'm like, like no a control I get. Them. Top. Yeah, like I, I get don't want to shelf under my most vulnerable part of my body to just like hoist it up exactly like just let a little a roll a push-up bra for like, for my fat <laughs> for my fupa yeah literally like let
0: the fat peek out and say hello yeah between my top. bb top like, and my jeans yeah
1: but that was a thing oh. that was definitely a thing it was a lot of
0: like baggy jeans and flip-flops like seven jeans <sighs> like a boot cut seven oh, jeans yes or like, or, like a flare true Jean religion with like rainbow flip-flops yes like Mary-Kate and Ashley like
1: like lived for that shit those bitches, they like lived in like sleeping bags and just like carried venti coffees to make themselves and look smaller. Yes. Like if I carry Pop a giant warp. coffee cup, I'll just look like tinier. And it's not it's like honey I shrunk the kids. Like you
0: know when you go to like <laughs> Disneyland, it's like the Honey I Shrunk the Kids like exhibit. This is from like nineteen ninety seven, but it's like you're standing next to like a giant ant and you're like yeah. oh, I shrunk. you're like it's an
1: optical illusion <laughs> yeah she I'm weighs so 90 small. pounds but she's her coffee's gotta be three <laughs> I
0: the giant Red Bull and just like the fingers like yeah, and just, like, to the like always things. like
1: what is going on like you've got like a cell phone keys like all these things in a your blackberry a, just a yes the sunglasses yes. are
0: like perched on the tip of your nose like within an inch of their life like they're about to fall yeah. off uh, your face everything you're is like, precarious like yeah, literally
1: just, everything in this equation is precarious did
0: you I honestly Honestly, like I want to Google this, but like, do you remember Lindsay Lohan, Lohan having any pictures like
1: that? Because I remember like, I don't really yes, remember. Yes. You do? I remember a time where like she was going through some sort of rehab or like mm-hmm. one of her stints in Betty Ford or whatever. And she would always be like carrying Coca-Cola or yes. like Red Bull, like some sort of like caffeinated stimulant. Yes. And then just like keys and an iPod or whatever in the same sort of like open palmed trendy way that they all seemed to where it's like meant to be photographed that way. Or, totally. Totally. But like I do, I feel like she was like very into like full sugar Coca-Cola for a minute.
0: Totally. It was like, I'm not drinking right now, but I'm still having my fun.
1: And then like her teeth rotted out and then that was a whole other journey.
0: You guys, just like if you're bored or you're like taking a dump and like too tired to swipe on Bumble today, I just want you to Google like Lindsay Lohan early 2000s because the shit that bubbles to the surface is really insane. Like she, she was hanging out with Paris and...
1: She was singing with Britney for a while. Britney was that was like a whole moment. She was like
0: in it, man. Like she was fucking in it. God, it's so fucking sad. I. What about
1: Samantha Ronson? So, I was recently listening to the brilliant podcast Lohan Island Friends of the Pod. Yes, Lara Marie Shanehalls, Hi. O'Donnell. Hi, shout out. And they were talking about how interesting it is that Lindsay like was recently engaged to a sort of. Russian oligarch yes now having lived abroad for as many years as she has is kind of like she's kind of absorbed like another culture and seems somehow more conservative politically and sexually than she was previously where like Mm -hmm. she was in a full-blown by all accounts lesbian relationship that she never classified she never felt the need to say like to come out as gay or straight or bi and never felt the need to label but like just it was kind of just common knowledge that she had this like romantic relationship with Samantha Ronson that seemed like a very intense, passionate relationship. Right. Smash dishes, crying, et cetera, YouTube videos. Yeah. And now she seems to have like, somehow it's like that chapter of her life just doesn't exist. Like it was very interesting to watch the recent iteration of Lohan Beach Club mm-hmm. and specifically the episode surrounding Pride where, you know, here's a woman who openly had a gay relationship for quite some time and then just doesn't really herself identify outwardly as like bi or gay or queer or like and seems like doesn't talk about it. Yeah. And then almost like the show itself seemed to be punitive towards people who were like really outwardly gay or bi or like queer question. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, that's weird. It like they seem to disqualify members who didn't abide by like very sort of conservative idea, like yeah. heteronormative ideas. And, um, it's an, it's just an interesting thing to observe, I guess, is the point I'm certainly, totally. as I make my way around the drain here. No, for sure. I mean, like,
0: first of all, I just want to say I've never swam in the lady pond. It's definitely not off the table, but it's not on the table either, you know. I've I always just take issue with girls who like make out with another girl at a party, like so that straight guys can jerk off for like, later. Yeah,
1: for performative benefit of someone else, I yeah. find that like really unbecoming. Yeah, but like, but I'm, if you're exploring and like doing your oh, fucking I mean, thing, I encourage yes. every woman to like enjoy an experience. Hell yes, woman. hell Absolutely. yes. I also like if I were to have
0: a lesbian journey, like Samantha Ronson is totally my type. She's just like. Butch and artsy and cool, but also, yeah. like, beautiful and just, like, doesn't give a fuck. She has big dick energy for sure.
1: Like the coolest family in the world that yeah. you could infiltrate.
0: Wait, is she related to Mark Ronson? Oh, I'm a dumb dumb.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Is he, what, her brother?
0: Her dad? I'm How like- old is Mark Ronson?
1: What's a Mark Ronson? <laughs> too Tell- bad Too bad we don't have a tiny computer sitting right here. Oh, no. <laughs> um, wait, keep we talking. these details. I
0: really am interested.
1: I like said with a lot of confidence that they're siblings, and now I'm questioning my own certainty. So let's uh, let's wait for Google to confirm the inevitable. Uh, Mark, Charlotte, and Samantha Ronson. Okay, so they're just
0: what is this? This was on Harper'sBazaar.com. It was just the first link. Link, you guys. Yeah, they're siblings. And they're basically like the Royal Tannenbaums. Bombs, like
1: Yeah. They're like a Wes Anderson film. They're all just but like they music exist producers in real life. Yeah. Cool. All right.
0: Love it. Cool. Chic. So they're chic yeah. music producing siblings. And all Lindsay right.
1: just like broke a lot of plates throughout the course of that relationship. You know, I just I've said smashed this before. Every dish in the house. But if okay, when I
0: think about like my female energy and just how <laughs> up and down and all around that I am. Couple that with another passionate female and we're in love with each other and having sex. Do you know how many fucking dishes I would break? I would put CB2 out of business. I would put <laughs> Ikea out of business. I I just, like, straight men are good for very, very little in this world. But honestly, I, like, I, I don't, this is going to sound bad. I don't want to say that I changed myself for a straight man. But, like, I'm automatically leveled out by their testosterone because our right. energies are so yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. So, I find myself, you know, okay, I'm gonna calm down. Checks and balances. Yeah, exactly. But with another woman, oh, girl, it'd be crazy. It'd be like the hottest sex ever and
1: then all the broken glass. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I guess that makes sense. You can YouTube some of the best videos you'll ever see of their breakup where Lindsay is just screaming and there's a lot of throwing of things and I keep moving the mic. No, you're doing great. You're doing great.
0: It's (laughs) only because I'm your friend where I'm like, put it in. Um, (laughs) Totally. I have to do that. I should have done more research for this podcast episode. What's your favorite Lindsay hair color and why? Mm
1: -hmm. I think I like the classic auburn. Yeah. That like reddish brownish. Yeah. I mean, I think her... She is stunning, honestly. She can pull off blonde. She can pull off brunette. She's like
0: Britney Spears in the Toxic video.
1: Yeah. I mean, she is very versatile, I guess, in that way. But I think I love her freckles and that kind of Mm. like that freckly complexion. And I think her... Natu- we had this conversation earlier. Where we were saying how like girls will tie their hair red to like as a substitute for a personality. Yes. To like, hey, I'm interesting, I'm edgy. or I'm edgy, or I'm not to be expected because it makes I'm you look. Redhead. Red. Yes. Yes. But it's like less obvious than blonde. So, totally. But like, if you actually have that coloring and those features and that complexion, then it really complements you. And so I think. Totally. Her leaning into her like auburn redhead roots is great it's what incredible honestly I
0: love her as Auburn I also love her as like with her dark dark brown hair and I remember when I was reading Gossip Girl as, like in like sixth grade like the book I cast I cast it in my head and I always imagined Lindsay as Blair but with like dark dark brown hair
1: I mean she has that phenomenon of like beautiful vampire with like dark light eyes yes
0: and like and it was the early 2000s so I could picture her with like the little schoolgirl outfit and Mm -hmm. she was both tan and freckled at the same time which like to this day is my I feel the hottest when I'm both tan and freckled freckled, yeah Yeah, it's like look how sexy my skin is it's very youthful yes exactly it's like I'm just so sun-kissed like it's very Kate Bosworth like blue crush I can't be bothered just was in the sun raging um and then, just like, not that it matters, but I cast um, in my head in sixth grade um, Sienna Miller circa Alfie <gasps> as Serena.
1: Oh, God. She's my queen. Sienna my Miller circa queen.
0: Alfie, like, is Serena Vanderwoodson. Like, just like a reckless socialite that's, like, hot and, like, yeah. doesn't fucking care, but is a good She's time. She's
1: naked with a meat cleaver, yeah. wearing your button down. Exactly. Shirt the like, picture. oops, I
0: got paint on it. Sorry. I'll just take it off. Like,
1: yeah, with my perfect tits and bangs.
0: And her fucking like <laughs> bohemian bangs. Oh my God. That's I, what bangs are
1: supposed to be like and yet they never are.
0: They never are, which is why I never got them. <laughs> but like if I were to bring a picture in, I would be like, please just make me Sienna Miller. And then I'd be like, well, oh, those bangs don't just automatically put me in a Sienna Miller machine. Like I just won't yeah. automatically be her. But that's what I want for myself.
1: Yes. Don't we all?
0: Oh my God. Lindsay and Sienna as Blair and Serena, even to this day, I would still watch it. Oh, I would absolutely watch it. I said last week on my podcast that I think Lindsay Lohan would be amazing as Catherine from Southern Charm, like in a movie (gasps) adaptation.
1: I want Lindsay to have that moment, like that. Renaissance. Because I I really, I mean, I say this as someone who like admittedly is like, I've never seen any of her films. Yeah. And then was like, but I still think she's talented. (laughs) But I still love her. But I do think she has a certain quality, like, this sounds so cliche, but, like, that it factor where she's just a kind of compelling, like, she has this on-camera presence. Yeah, she's watchable. That is really magnetic, and I want her to, I mean, Hollywood loves, like, a comeback story. Totally. And I want her to have that. Like, I want her to have some amazing comeback films. I think she
0: could if her face weren't fucking ruined. Ugh. That's, like, yeah. Like, also, I'm sorry we glazed over this, but you've never seen Life Size when she was, like, Tyra Banks was her Barbie and, like, her Barbie, like, came to life. I did not know that was a film. It is so good, you guys. Um, But, like, she she had such an emotional depth as a child where in that movie, like, even though it's a movie with Tyra that was, like, made for TV on, like, ABC and, you know, but, like, her mom, like, passed away and that's why she, like, wants to bring her Barbie to life. Or, well, she technically want, means to bring her mom back from the dead, but then she accidentally brings her Barbie to life. And
1: it's I mean, she's just good,
0: right? It's a 1999 plot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Made for TV plot. But... Like Lindsay had this like emotional depth, and then just like so much shit hit the fan that just it, it makes me sad.
1: I mean, yeah, it's it's hard. Like she's still beautiful, but I think she has kind of meddled with her face and its ability to emote. Like it's kind of paralyzed. It almost in seems areas. like a defense mechanism. Yeah, and it's sort of like she must have more emotional depth than anyone because she's been through so many traumatic experiences right. in her young life, but like. Like you say, maybe it is a kind of willful paralysis yeah. or something. Like, maybe she
0: just doesn't want to go there.
1: Yeah. You know? And, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, as an actor, that's a difficult position to take, but.
0: I mean, I know Who Killed Me was a really fucked up movie, but, like, again, it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, is this her comeback, like, this is dramatic? Did you see The
1: Canyons? Wasn't The Canyons, like, supposed to be? I
0: should have. She's had so many movies between, like, I, knew I feel like me every movie
1: we her uh, comeback. It's like, this is yeah, Liz and Dick. Like, like this is it. it is like this is the one. Like we all want. And it. then
0: Lohan Beach Club was like this is it. She's the Lisa Vanderpump of me, and
1: I was like let's do the thing. And, and then you're like oh no, she's actually like a slow moving train wreck still. Right. Well, but did just just you watch her show on country? OWN in its entirety? Oh yes, absolutely.
0: So, 90, 90% of that show was like a black screen that was just like Lindsay was supposed Lindsay to shoot. Lindsay refused
1: to yeah. shoot today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, The, you know, the camera crew was waiting on the sidewalk and it's was just them being like, where is she? Or like L magazine being like, so we're shooting like five days late and I'm going to get fired from L Indonesia because this bitch can't show up on time. Yeah, and then she'd like be mean to them and be like, I hate that shot.
0: Like, yeah. let's do another what one. What are you doing? You
1: don't know how to style people. Yeah, me, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah.
0: And then like when you hear about that, it's like, well, it's no fucking wonder that no one wants to work with you. You relate to shoots. You don't show up. I can't imagine as an actor that would like kill for a speaking role on like Barney right now. Like I can't imagine <laughs> just being like, I'm
1: going to not like I'm just yeah. going to not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always kind of as an outsider to acting, but like in a creative field, I'm always really interested with like what is the threshold for how much you'll allow for genius, right? Yeah. Like, I work at an art gallery for the readers, the listeners. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, I'm used to artists pushing deadlines and things like that, right? Like working up to the last minute, midnight the night before, turning in work that is still not yet dry, whether it's sculpture, painting, whatever. And like there's this kind of trade-off where like if someone possesses an indefinable genius, you'll make certain acceptances for bad behavior. But how do you like, what is the threshold and how do you know when it's just, like, enabling behavior and how do you know when, like, it's, you know, like, you're actually undoing this right. person. Right.
0: And what's interesting about the early 2000s specifically is because we had all of these, like, kind of, like, Hollywood goddesses in the same age group, like, 15, 16, 17, yeah. 18 years old. Like, you had your Misha's, your Lindsay's, your Mary-Kate yeah. and Ashley, your Britney, your Paris and Nicole. Like... And now, I feel like we have all these- Kim K. Kim K. The birth Organ- of Kim yes, K. Yes, organizing Paris's closet. And now we have all these really young, famous people. I mean, you have Lori Loughlin's daughter. You have, like, Haley Baldwin. You have, you know, sorry to bring, <laughs> a, bring her like up. Which Hannah like, a very, like, strange head tilt. We have, mm, we have <laughs> Haley Baldwin. Well, we have, like, the Hadid's. We have Kendall. We have Kylie. And, like, even though they're all famous, and, like, it wouldn't shock me if any of them fell apart, there is, like, a control that these young women seem to pr- possess- over themselves in their career that I don't think in the early 2000s was a thing. And I, because I don't think people realized it had to be a thing. Well,
1: I think like, so they grew up with Facebook and Instagram in a yeah. way that like we didn't, right? Like, so you think about like when Lindsay was popular and it's when you and I were like in high school or yeah. early college, whatever yeah. the case may be. And Facebook was kind of still a relatively new technology. Yeah. I think kids now grow up like so savvy it's a kind of pseudo paparazzi where you have this self-awareness bred into you from totally. such a young age and I mean part of it maybe they just have better teams around them but I also think that they're just more savvy at navigating their image and understanding right. their image to be something separate than themselves and um yeah, what do you do for the fans versus yourself yeah, on social media? Yeah, like knowing that your kind of avatar, like your social media presence is an avatar of sorts. And totally. Like, that it means one thing and it's a mask. And how do you manage this thing versus like the person that you are? But knowing the value and kind of like dissociating and like keeping that distance where totally. like Lindsay was just, her image and herself is like fully I mean, enmeshed. her image is who she is, right? right. Like for right. better or for worse. Right. Yeah, I...
0: Agreed on that. And I think I was listening to, I think it was Danny Pellegrino's podcast and he was talking about Newlyweds where it was like, with Nick and Jessica, where it was like, we didn't have like Instagram stories to show us like where celebrities lived and like what their day-to-day life was like. And so there wasn't this like constant feed, like you had to tune into like MTV or VH1 to learn about how your idols were living in their day-to-day lives. And now with social media, it's like everyone's just so fucking accessible where like, yeah, I think celebrities are in as... Much control as they want to be. Well, ideally, ideally. A lot of people, I know a lot of celebrities have other people running their Instagrams, but it's mm-hmm. like they can really curate that image. But like if you're someone like Lindsay, who like was sort of like thrown into fame at a really young age and now social media is a thing, mm-hmm. it's like trying to navigate that when you've already tried to navigate, like you've had no control of your image well, in the past and suddenly you do so now. So now it's
1: like a trying to like redefine your image. Right. That's really tricky. Which is, hard to do after the fact it's one thing if you have a clean slate yes and you kind of stumble but like to have this kind of early exposure in life and then try to like walk that back and re-establish yourself as like yeah. something different is like a tricky thing to do and uh, i would say she's had different levels of success and i
0: th- but i also think like you know you look at someone like robert Downey jr who's almost failed almost died like has been given a million chances and like when you have fucking Oprah sit you down and be like, Girl, they're waiting to watch you fail, like don't let them. And then you continue to act out. And like you know, you see the lawyer.com commercials and then the like dancing in Mykonos videos and I'm just like I can't imagine. I also had a friend who was in Mykonos when they were filming last summer and she had someone on the beach who, like, was, like, a friend of a friend of Lindsay's and was, like, she's, like, sleeping with guys in Mykonos to afford this club. Like, it's not just her own money. Isn't that fucked up? I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, it's all gossip. It's a game of telephone. But, like, I mean, I'm,
1: like, get it, girl. But also, I want better for her. Totally. Like, I want it to just be her own empire. I want her to feel beholden to yeah, anybody. Yeah, and it, like, makes me – when you say, like, you know, how does it register when someone like Oprah Winfrey sits you down and says – hey, like, don't let the wolves, yeah, you know, pick at your flesh or whatever, like, and the fact that she can't help herself, like, then that's a really sick person. And that makes me really And being in the public
0: eye is, like, the last thing you should probably be doing. But it's also a vicious cycle because that's how you For make sure. your money.
1: So, like, and I, I feel a kind of conflicted feeling in participating in all of this to the extent that I do where, like, I find her fascinating and dark and compelling but at the same time I'm complicit in feeding the machine that totally. allows her to keep doing like performing the same behavior and yeah. so it's kind of like ugh, like as much as I might want to Look at Lindsay, look at these trashy decisions she's making, da-da-da. It's, like, look in the mirror. Like, reality TV is always a great mirror for all of us, right? Totally. I
0: mean, I heard Ariana say on a podcast recently, I think the reason that people have issues with the cast of Vanderpump Rules is because they recognize their own behaviors in the cast.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, in something like Vanderpump Rules, and and in Lindsay as well, it's, yeah. like, they all become these kind of – they're all such polarizing people, and they're, like, caricatures. like. Mm-hmm. Which I think to a certain extent in reality TV, you're kind of reduced to a caricature. You have to be. You have to be, right? Like we're only seeing certain facets right. of you. And then production is like guiding the story, whatever way Honing they need in. it to go. Yeah. So they're going to magnify whatever traits like they seize on. Right. And so you do become this very reduced version of yourself, but you become a kind of a caricature like a stand-in or a placeholder for, like, he's the angry one, he's the this and that, like, she's the, you know, the Greek chorus or the pretty one or this or the... And so I think with Vanderpump Rules, like, there are all these different... If you're watching it in an analytical way at all, there are all these kind of... um, Or any reality show, for that matter. There's a lot of complex emotions that are being navigated at all times. Right. And you're you're reacting strongly to the traits that you don't like in yourself. Right. And so it's a kind of interesting negotiation. Yeah, totally. And I think, too, like,
0: now it's 2019, I mean, like, uh, wokeness about mental health was not really a thing in the early 2000s to a lot of celebrities' detriment. And so now it's like we can at least have these conversations. And I I agree, it is tricky being like, yes, like, when you watch a celebrity spin out, I'm not going to say it's not entertaining, but also you're like, oh, I hope they get well. Like, I don't, Right. You know, it's, this is only entertaining if they end up on top. I don't want to watch people die, and I don't want to watch people fail, right. and yeah. you know what I mean? Like, And that's like, it was like when Mariah Carey showed up on TRL, and she had this like total bipolar, like manic episode, and people were like, it's so funny, and I'm like, And no, then you're like, no,
1: that's an unmedicated yeah, person. Yeah, she needs, she needs help. Yeah, she's unwell.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I mean this it took like a pop culture turn into like you know a medical mental awareness you know turn which I love what would your ideal next step for Lindsay be in her career like where so Lohan Beach Club recently ended you know she's had a couple stints on reality tv between that and the own series which was you know just mostly a black screen with text on it what would you want to see her do next
1: I mean, I feel like I would love for Lindsay to make, like, a real comeback in film. Same. Yeah. I mean, I think Live, Laugh, Love, she seems like she's living her best truth over there in Weekend And part of me is, like, just keep on trucking. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what your quality of life is, and it seems to me like you're on another planet, but that you're also, like, content to be on another planet. Totally. So like there's a part of me that's like maybe it's been good for her to be like removed from the public eye and maybe there is some like more normalcy restored to her life sure um but I guess like sort of selfishly I would just like love to see her be like a kind of celebrated icon again
0: yes I know that's the thing is like I think right now she's at a place in her career where yes she's like back on the scene and people are watching her but like People are laughing at her more than they're laughing with her. Right. And I want to see her in a true position of, like, awareness and power. Where, we're, like, Yes,
1: where it's, like, a willful taking back. Yes. Like, right now, it's, like, I think she thinks she's laughing with us. Yes. And it's,
0: like, it's, no, we're laughing she, at you. Yes, and she's on a totally different, like, mental plane. Yeah, yeah
1: like, she's on another channel.
0: Yeah, and I, I just want to see her do, like, a fucking insane, like, bomb acting performance even with her new face like if that can be part of the role great i want her to like i want her to show up with like at her call times i want her to like fucking kill yes, it i
1: want her to be like a true professional yes or, like meryl is like yes. what a queen to work literally yeah and like
0: i just want her to be like celebrated and have her sort of have like a robert downey jr like renaissance where it's like i had to lose it to realize how much i wanted it
1: i mean As an outsider and a non-American, I will say America loves a comeback. We do. It's like the tale is old as time. Like America loves a comeback story. Valerie Cherish. And so I feel like if Lindsay could pull that off, it would be an amazing coup. It would be incredible. I would want that. And then I want her to like
0: date like Bradley Cooper. I want her to have some like high profile, like (laughs) chic boyfriend. I want Lindsay to end up on top. I really do. I think, like you said, I love a comeback. America loves a comeback. And everyone deserves a second chance or a third or a fourth or a fifth. Or
1: like a 34th.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for talking Lindsay with me. I could do this all night, but, you know, we have more rosé to drink.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank
0: you so much. Um, Where can my listeners find you on the socials?
1: Oh, um, they can find me at my name. Amanda McMoran M-C-M-O-R-R-A-N at Instagram you guys she has the chicest Instagram like (laughs) I do curate my Instagram it's a gorgeous Instagram Um, yeah and then same name at Facebook and that's about it hell yes Amanda thank you
0: so much for being here you guys I love you Lindsay Lohan I know you're my number one subscriber and listener I love you too Lindsay
1: please be a guest
0: please be a guest (laughs) and we'll see you next week bye